Hello and welcome back to Small Talk. We've got a great episode ahead as we speak with a parrot from St. Vincent. I'm your host, Katie Mucci. Each week on this show, we highlight the past and present of Division Three, with both current and former student-athletes joining to talk about their experiences, their favorite on-campus spots, the craziest road trip stories, and more. This week, we've got Stacey Ramos, a current member of the women's volleyball team, and Natalie Calhoun, a former member of the squad, joining us. We talk about stories from a broken down bus, the best spots around campus to grab some coffee, their academic experience, and more. Thanks for joining us week. Now it's time for some small talk. Hi everyone, I'm Stacey Ramos and I'm a current member of the St. Vincent volleyball team. Hi, my name is Natalie Calhoun and I um, was a former student athlete at St. Vincent College on the volleyball team. Currently I am the student success, student athlete success coordinator at University of South Carolina, Lancaster. Um, it is a junior college in Lancaster, South Carolina. Awesome. Well, thank you guys both for joining me today. I'm excited to chat some volleyball and some St. Vincent with you. Um, I This podcast has been fun all year long. So it's really been interesting hearing how things have changed or sometimes not changed over the years. So we're going to start out on campus with this conversation. I would love to hear, Stacy from you first, what are the best spots to hang out on campus? Where are you and your teammates going locally in the community to restaurants or coffee shops? What are kind of those those favorites? And then Natalie, if you just want to follow up right after with what, if any of those are the same from when you were there, or if not, what were your spots? Um, especially in the mornings, my team and I like to hang out in the library on the first floor. Uh, we grab the barista, we do homework in the morning, or we just chill out and talk. As for out in the community, we really like eating at Youngstown Grill or um, Don Patron, but on campus, we will usually just like see each other at mealtimes unless we specifically plan to meet up somewhere. So our favorite hangout on campus was definitely the shack. Um, it, it was a communal place, um, not the cafeteria. It was a smaller place where you can get in and out food. Um, we loved it. All the student athletes hung out there. And that was kind of our main central area or in the carry center, just um, past the weight room. We'd also hang out there a lot. Our favorite restaurants were probably Falbo's, which I know is no longer open, um, but that had really good um, spaghetti and meatball Fridays, I believe. So we love going there. And also Dino's, the original Dino's down in La Trobe. That was uh, the best wing spot. Awesome. Well, now I have some things written down for when I'm in town um, next time I take a visit out there. So that was on campus. Now let's think off campus and think about traveling, obviously with Division Three, um, And I think you guys are in the PAC, if I'm not wrong. Um, but with Division Three, you're not traveling a ton. You're not hopping on flights to all your games and things like that. But you do have probably some long bus rides um, or van rides. So um, starting out with you this time, Natalie, what was kind of your travel situation? I think you weren't too long ago, so you might not have been. I've had some fun stories about coaches driving vans and having to worry about that. So I don't know if that was your situation or if you guys were in charter buses. Um, so Natalie, start out and kind of talk about what your experience was like, was like with travel with the team. Um, so travel with um, our team, we took vans everywhere. Um, other than Thomas Moore, that was a seven hour bus trip. So we got excited because we were able to take a bus to that one. It was, you know, something different, but, um, we always took vans, uh, coach and our assistant coach would drive. 
And actually the one time we did go to Westminster, one of our bands broke down on the way. So we had to put all the starters in one van and we went and left and the other um, teammates met us there after they had to go back on campus and get a new van. So that was probably one of the most memorable travel experiences that I can remember is traveling in one van to uh, Westminster. Oof. And I always like to ask this question for the van travelers. Was there a coach? She said it was a head coach and assistant coach. Is there one that you preferred not being in their car with? Or were they both pretty good drivers? They were both pretty good drivers. Um, I would say our head coach is probably a more aggressive driver than the assistant. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. They have a game to get ready for. They're already in the mindset. <laughs> yes. Stacy, what about you? What's travel like for you guys now? Uh, we're always on buses now. So uh, usually we do freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and then seniors in the back of the bus. Um, seniors make sure everybody gets there on time. Everybody's in the locker room. Everybody has all their stuff. Um, we take a van when we go to Seton Hill over the spring uh, season. So we'll go travel with just coach. I think we all fit in there by the time it's spring season now. Um but one time we did take a bus to Oberlin for a tournament and our bus driver ran over a curb. We got stuck for a while. Um, and then by the time the games ended, our bus was still stuck. We had to wait an extra hour or two. Uh, and we took part of the the curb. It's in our um, volleyball carts. That's incredible. I love that. Um, I might need to get a picture of that when we post this on social and everything. That's hilarious. Um, so now I guess still, still talking about travel. Um, what are maybe the coolest places you've gotten to go as being part of the team? And if so, were there any touristy experiences that you got to have there? So Stacey, I'll stick with you. And then Natalie, you can jump in. Uh, last year, my sophomore year, we qualified for the ECAC tournament, which was in New Jersey. So we took it was like seven hour bus ride to New Jersey. Um, we played and then we got to explore New York City right after. Um, we only went for a few hours at nighttime and just to Times Square, but that was pretty fun. We just went out in groups, no chaperones, just hung out and ate. So we used to play Gallaudet um, a couple years when I was when I was playing. So we went to DC. And we um, got to see all the DC sites, which was really cool. Um, and then we also went to Hershey Park when we played, I believe, DeSales uh, University. And um, that was actually really fun because it was a rainy day. So not very many people were at the park and we got to sit in front of a lot of the roller coasters, but, which I thought was like pretty cool because you don't get that experience a lot of times. But yeah, those are probably two of the memorable ones. <laughs> Those are some very good trips. Being in the Northeast, it, it probably also helps. You're not like, you're far, seven hours is a long bus ride, but you're not terribly far for some very cool things out there. Um, now let's talk about academics. So in division three, obviously academics are a huge part of the experience. Um, really the student part of student athlete is huge. Um, so I will first ask you both, what are, or what was your major? So Stacy, what's your major right now? I'm double majoring in marketing and digital arts and media with a concentration in graphic design. Very cool. And Natalie, what was your major when you were in school? 
I was a communication major with a um, focus on media studies. Okay, so actually pretty similar, I, I think a little bit. Um, so I will say for you, Natalie, when you were in school, what are maybe some favorite classes you took or favorite professors you had? And and then also just what was your, now that you're out in, out in the world post-college, um, what did your education at, at St. Vincent mean to you? So um, I really liked Dr. Safin, Dave Safin. Um, I know he's a fan favorite now, but um, he was a great professor. And I also had um, Fred Finley. I'm not sure if he's still there or not, but he was also a great professor. Dr. Cook, she was my advisor. Um, everybody in the communication department was wonderful and accommodating, especially with being a student athlete and um, missing sometimes those classes. Uh, I did one, one time miss six out of nine night classes for um, one of my communication classes. And they were so accommodating and so willing to work with me. And I was able to to actually get an A in that class with missing uh, six out of nine classes. So they they were just wonderful. Um, now, utilizing my communication degree, um, I, I do do it often. I worked, um, I work in athletics and I was um, the assistant to the athletic director at different universities. And I also helped out with our communication office because I had that background and experience in, um, you know, filming and statisticians and things like that so that was really something that I utilize now very cool as someone who's been in the athletic communications field we appreciate all the help we can get um Stacy now let's go to you so what um maybe in your experience so far in your college career has been your favorite class or favorite professor and I know I saw you nodding your head when she mentioned that first professor so um maybe it's a similar answer yeah, Mr. Saffron's great. Um, he actually helped me get my internship for next semester. So big thanks to Mr. Saffron. Uh, as for my marketing classes, I think my favorite class was advertising uh, and promotion that I took last semester with Father Hayweiser. Um, I had him for two courses, so I would say he's probably my favorite marketing professor. Uh, he's very accommodating. Uh, he let he lets me know like what's going on if I have to miss a class. Um, and he let me early, he let me leave early to go to, um, my flight back home. So he's very nice for that. Um, but all in all, like my professors have been really, really helpful. Um, I would say that whenever I needed help, they're very quick in emailing back. I know that in some universities, the professors just won't email back at all. So I'm really thankful to our professors now. That's great. And you're obviously still in the thick of it, but what is, what is this, your experience at St. Vincent meant for you in terms of just like your overall growth, you know, you enter college and you're 18 years old and you're trying to figure out everything. Um, what has that meant to you for your experience? I mean, coming from California, I was just really scared that I wouldn't be able to adjust properly or like quick enough. Um, but I would say the class sizes are actually very similar to my high school, so I didn't feel too out of place. Um, my professors were very welcoming. All the students were very welcoming. The team was welcoming. So um, just I think it was everything I could ask for. You know, I really ended up where I was supposed to be. I ended up committing pretty late, so I was uh, <laughs> really scared about that since um, I didn't really have anywhere else to go if 
things didn't work out. Um, I got accepted into the UC schools in California, uh, but a big school just wasn't for me, I don't think. Uh, I'm really grateful I chose St. Vincent and they're really focused on my education as well. Like, as I mentioned, Mr. Safin helped me out with an internship. Um, my other professors helped me out with uh, letters of rec if I need anything for um, scholarships or uh, any other internships. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, that's one thing that's come up a lot is just a lot of our D3 student athletes don't have a ton of those like 200 person classes that you might see. I went to a bigger school that you might see at those schools where you don't know your professor, you never meet them. Um, they don't know who you are. So that's been a, a big thing I've heard of for all my division three student athletes. Next, let's talk about some stories. So the first thing I want to hear is funniest or craziest, but appropriate story. Um, so Stacey, I'll, I'll stick with you again and then have you do that. And then Natalie, you can follow up with what yours is. Uh, definitely the funniest story was the Oberlin van or bus crash. Um, but during preseason, we play hide and seek in the carry center uh, near the end of preseason. Um, so it's completely empty or sometimes the other sports will be in there. And that's really fun because they get to see all of us running around. Um, in my sophomore year, we played a version of hide and seek called sardines, which uh, just a group of two people will hide and then everybody else is seeking them and they'll hide in the same area until everybody is there. So in sophomore year, we went into the PAC and hid up at the top where the audio and lighting controls are. And it was just this dark closet and we just sat in there for an hour until everybody else found us. Awesome. And Natalie, what about you? So from what I remember, I mean, there were a ton, but um, the ones I really remember, um, we had some some girls that were running in, uh, we were doing our mile and there's a cornfield on the one side and they ran ahead of us and hid in the cornfield to scare us. And it really like kind of worked and worked. Well, later that day, they like got some weird rash on them from being in the cornfield. And I was like, well, that's karma for, uh, for trying to scare us. Um, another story that I remember is uh, talking about the DC trip. Um, after four or five matches, uh, coach decided to take us on a what we called a death march to um, all the monuments. And we were so exhausted. One of my, me and my teammate, Diana, would like lay anywhere we could looking at monuments. We actually laid on the ground and looked up at the Washington Monument. And that was really cool to see. That's probably one of my memorable moments. That's really awesome. Um, now, so those are some, some fun, crazy memories. Um, what about just some favorite memories? So things that mean a lot to you from your time on the team. Stacey, I'll have you kick it off. Um, my favorite memory is probably in freshman year, we had a lip, a lip sync battle with some of the other fall sports. Um, and we had to practice a song where we lip sync and created a choreo. So uh, I can't remember what song it was, but it was a Pitbull song. And my class, we all lived in the same pod freshman year, meaning like all our rooms had the same common room. So we just hung out in the common room for that preseason week. And we practice choreo, we have videos of it, we dressed up, 
we got bald caps, we did eyebrow makeup, uh, we, we pulled out everything for this uh, performance and we did get first place. So that's probably my favorite memory. We really bonded as a class and we're still really close right now. I think if you're pulling out bald caps, you absolutely deserve first place. So I love that. Natalie, how about your favorite memories in your time? Um, my favorite memory was probably my freshman year when we won the um, Division II ECAC championships. We went up to Bridgeport, Connecticut, played University of Bridgeport, and they were very confident in, in the beginning of the match. Um, they were bigger than us. They Their couple girls were from, I think, Kenya, um, and they were just, just a bigger, better, looked like a better team. Um, we ended up winning. I can't even, I, I want to say it was in five, but my memory is not working with me right now, but, um, we won and how we won is I got a ball. I think a ball was tipped and I brought it up barely off the ground. Another one of my teammates, Ashley Shear got it up um as well the second time and she was in a low ready position which I know coach emphasizes now to be in a good ready position she was in that ready position she got it up a little bit and Jamie Kelly freed it over and it hit the corner of the back of the um of their side of the net and that's how we won and their faces were just like shocked like they couldn't believe that one we beat them and two how we just won the match so that's probably one of my memorable moments you said you do some stats. So do you get a kill if you if you free it over and hit the corner? I mean, I sure hope she gave <laughs> Jamie a kill. That would that would I'll, have been I'll, have go, I'll have to go look for that box score and see what they put down. I think that I think that deserves a kill. Um, awesome. Well, that is kind of all the storytelling. So I want to wrap it up a little bit with some questions that are more division three based. So, like I mentioned before, we have done here. This podcast is part of our 50th anniversary celebration. So we've really been talking to current and former student athletes just about their D3 experience and, and hearing what Division Three means to them. So my first question um, is, what does it mean to you to be or to have been a Division Three student athlete? And that can be just what the experience means to you, but also maybe what other things you've gotten to do because you're a D3 student athlete that you might not get to do otherwise. So um, Natalie, I'll stick with you for that first. Um, I think being a um, division three athlete allowed me to learn how to best time manage um, and be self-disciplined. Um, we, as being a division three athlete, you choose to play a sport. Um, there's no scholarship awarded or um, anything athletically awarded to you. So you really have to take self-discipline in showing up for practice and being prepared for games on top of getting your degree. And I think um, being a division three athlete really allowed me to figure out how to be organized and to multitask and to make sure that everything is taken care of on my end before, you know, I do anything else. Um, if, that, if that makes sense, um, just, just being a well-rounded uh, person, you know, going into the professional world. Um, and I think I still obviously use that organization today and, and it allowed me to um, meet other division three athletes that shared the same interests that I did. And there are so many division three athletes in, um, in the NCAA. I mean, it's one of the biggest 
um, divisions we have. So it was, it was nice to meet some lifelong friends that I'm still Facebook friends with and um, watching them have kids and grow up and just knowing that we have that camaraderie as being division three athletes. Definitely the largest division in the NC. I think we're, I think we finally got over 200,000 student athletes um, this last year. So huge, huge here in division three. Stacy, how about you? What does it mean to you to be a D3 student athlete? Uh, I definitely agree with Natalie. I do feel like I've um, increased like my independence and my uh, well-roundedness, you know, like I don't have my parents with me. I don't go home every weekend. I really have to like find time to be social and to be an athlete and to be a student and it's like it's all on me and my well you know my friends help out too but like I don't have my parents to rely on but I think also the best thing about division three is that um there are so many people rooting for me and supporting me so even though I'm independent I'm like pursuing my own interests and goals I have professors that will personally email me scholarship opportunities that they think I'm a good fit for or like um, coach was the one that recommended me to do this. He recommended me to join the college tours video on us. I don't know if you guys seen that, but that was recently put out. So yeah, like I just think it's really special to have so many people looking out for all of us. Like it's not just me. I know all my friends have those professors, have their coaches and all these other people helping them out and supporting them. That's great. Yeah, it goes back to what we were saying about having the smaller classes. You get to have more of a relationship with those professors to, to get that. And I know you mentioned in your earlier answer that the, the professor helped you get an internship. So I think you need to tell us what's the internship next semester. I'm actually going to be working in the alumni relations office doing their social media. So Facebook posts, Instagram posts, those will all be me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So feature Natalie a lot, I think, is is <laughs> what we're learning. I'm just kidding. Um, so last question for both of you. So like I said, 50 years of Division Three have gone and many, many more are to come. What do you what do you see for the future of Division Three? Or maybe what do you hope to see? I know we don't have a crystal ball, um, but what do you hope to see for the future of Division Three? Um, Stacey, you can go first, then Natalie, you can close us out. Um, I would say I hope more students find out about D3. I think like, you know, D1's televised. Everybody wants to be D1, but, you know, realistically, uh, I knew I had to aim for D3, but I didn't know like D3 or NAIA or any of these like lower divisions were available to me. I just thought like, oh, I can't play in college because I'm not going to be playing D1. But um, my coaches were the ones that put me in contact with uh, Coach Hozak. Um, so I hope that a lot of high school athletes realize how much um, new space is open to them and like how many people want them to be playing in college. And I hope they pursue D3. And Natalie? I would agree with Stacy. I think um, it, it needs, we need to have more of an outreach of, um, letting kids know that they can they can play in college and it doesn't have to be division one and it's just as competitive and just as great of an experience to be at a division three um, school as it is to be at a division one school you get that same um, team aspect of you know sisterhood and just 
being there for one another. And I think if if the division three um, schools can kind of reach out a little bit more to student athletes um, in high school and just let them know that there is post um, high school opportunities for them to play and continue to do the sport that they love to play. That's great. That's a great way to, to close this podcast out. Well, thank you both for hopping on here. I appreciate you taking the time to be a part of this podcast. And I've loved hearing the stories from you. I love that you have a curb in your your athletics facility, Stacey. Um, so if I'm ever on campus, I'm going to ask the first thing, where is this curb at? Um, but I appreciate you taking the time to be on here. To everyone listening, thanks for tuning into this episode of Small Talk. We post new episodes each week. To follow along with everything Division Three, you can find us on social media at NCAAD3 or NCAADIII. Make sure to join the conversation with us all year long by using hashtag DIII15. Have a great day, and we'll see you for some more small talk next week.